It's six o'clock. It uh, San Francisco Mutiny Radio .fm and .sf. Woo! It, I am noticeably slower when I drink <laughs> the night before. Um, I'm gonna turn the the uh, the playback up, and then uh, we'll get we'll get started in just a sec. Um, we're here. It's a joke workshop. The way the joke workshop works, people do four minutes of material, and you hear the horn at three minutes. Means uh, wrap it up, and then we give you comments. There's a microphone up there. There's one back here, and uh, yeah, keep keep it nice. Be nice to each other, everybody. Uh, I'm your host Pam Benjamin. I'm gonna turn the sound playback out there so we can hear each other, and we'll get started in just a sec. Joke workshop, yay! Everybody put your hands together for your first comedian. It's Kathy Zhao. Yay. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How is your Monday going? Yeah. You think I really care. <laughs> you know, uh, recently I encountered some Asian hate crimes. I was walking along in Russian Hill. There's a white guy, like as white as you, out of nowhere called me prostitute. I was very confused because normally guys just call me bitch. <laughs> this guy referred me for a job with a much higher hourly rate. Yeah, so I got a promotion. Yeah, but then I find out my mom, who's living in China right now, has something in common with this white guy. They both wanted me to go back to China. You know, my mom wants me to go back to China because I am the only child at, at home to abuse. Um, you know, thanks to China's one-child policy, all my aborted siblings don't need to compete with me to deal with my mom. Now my mom is famous for her Chinese Will Smith slaps. When I was a kid, true story, when I was a kid, whenever I refused to play the piano, she would slap the shit out of me with her slippers. Now you know why we Asians have slippers. It's not to protect our feet, it's our secret weapon. Uh, talking about slapping, you know, when I saw this year's Oscar, when I saw Chris Rock get slapped, I was very excited. I was thinking that if I work hard enough in stand-up comedy, someday someone will slap me at Oscar. Hashtag slap me too. <laughs> but 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 now my mom and I we are in a very healthy relationship. <laughs> I haven't seen her for five years. Uh, true story. 
So you know, my my mom learned that I talk a lot of shit about her in my st- in my stand up comedy. She's very unhappy, uh, cause she doesn't understand English. Um, she she told me like,、oh, don't talk about me, don't talk about me, talk about dad, talk about dad. I was like, mom, I cannot talk about my dad. This is America. Half of the audience probably have never seen their biological dad. Right, the other half have multiple dads. Which one do you want me to talk about? Yeah, so that's why I no longer talk about talk about my dad, but I only talk shit with you. So thank you so much. This is Cassie Zhao. Have a great night. Yay, Cassie Zhao. Yay. Uh, no, you stay. So you stay up there. You can mess with the microphone stand too if you want, so that it's like. The normal height. I'm sorry, I didn't prepare well today. No problem. Today. It's okay. That microphone's on if you want. Or are you back here for a reason? You want to do a thingy? Oh,、uh, good talk job, good job, Kathy.、Oh, okay. I didn't know if it, I. I don't really have too much written down. I didn't understand the promotion joke, but I don't know if it was a was because I wasn't listening enough. But I, what can you tell me again the, about the promotion joke? I didn't understand it. Oh, because basically I said there's a there's a guy called me prostitute. Eh. Prostitute. Prostitute. I didn't. So that was the word I missed. Because then I was like promotion, and、oh, I was like,、oh. what is she talking about? No, I said like I said I, he called me prostitute.、Oh. I was like I was confused because normally guys just call me bitch. And oh, he, so he, you didn't even say the word promotion. The word was prostitute. Promotion just, was later. I said、okay. like I, I like、uh, like this guy referred me for a job with a much higher hourly rate, and、uh, it seems I got a promotion. Okay. Okay. So that's that's the one. Okay. Um, and I thought your abortion joke was funny. I like that about the、um, the missing babies from the Chinese thing, because you weren't they weren't allowed to have kids or whatever whatever years it was. I'm sorry, am I terrible? I'm terrible at comments today. I do apologize though. I'm super slow today. Does anyone else have comments? Yeah, I because、uh, you you make the point about how when the guy calls you a bitch, it's like you're oh like you compare the guy like with your mom, where like you both they, they both want you to go back. To China, you can also make the comparison if like, because that guy wanted you to be a prostitute, right?、Uh-huh. So like, I know like in I don't know, this is just in movies、uh-huh. and stuff, but they're like like hitting a prostitute is normal. You're like you're like I'm used to it already because my mom's been hitting. Because you got to talk about that later,、wow. so you can make, draw the comparison of like I'm getting I'm used to getting like bitch slapped because like my mom's been doing it for years. Oh, nice.、Cool. Just like another correlation you can make between the yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I I I will try to do some editing. Anything else? Keep your hands clapping for Kathy Chow!、Oh, Yay! And go see, go see Kathy Chow.、Um, she's so graciously organizing on May 10th a fundraiser for Mutiny Radio at Boozland. So there's going to be a comedy show. Get your tickets.、Um, thanks for doing that, Kathy. It's really awesome of you to help out. Your next comedian, I met her on the street in Valencia Street, and I'm really excited that she's here. Put your hands together, everybody, for Abby Glover. Hi. So I've been trying to break into the Bay Area performance scene for the past couple of months now, with mixed results.、Um, and a few weeks ago, I thought I found my people at this、um, sober. Vaguely Buddhist community center open mic night 
And um, you walk in and it's just people sitting on throw pillows and drinking saffron tea. And people are reading poetry about climate change and, and Jeff Bezos. And um, there's singer songwriters wearing like, like newsboy hats and sweater vests. And I'm like, yeah, these are my people. And so I bill myself as a storyteller. So um, I sign up for the for the open mic, and the hosts are super psyched because it's all like poets and um, singer songwriters. So they bump me up in the set, and um, I don't have anything prepared because I like believe that I'm better when I wing it. So I get up there and I tell this story about me and my dad and how he's my idol and how I end up just like him, emotionally repressed. And um, the crowd goes wild and, and they're laughing and they're coming up to me after and they're like, you know, me and my dad, we're both emotionally repressed too. And I'm on top of the world. And so I go back the next week and um, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna wing it again. This is gonna be great. And I start the story off by being like, yeah, so my brother and I had a really up and down relationship. Um, like in middle school, I just really wanted him to be like the cool older brother not the brother that sits in his bedroom and plays video games like Dungeons and Dragons. And it was silent. And I looked up and I was like, oh God, just there, the eyes, just the contempt, I could feel it. And I couldn't figure out if it was because Dungeons and Dragons isn't a video game or um, if they were also in their room in middle school playing video games and therefore uncool in my book. And so I try to recover, and I'm like, um, okay, well, but then my brother got cool because in college, he joined a frat, and it's silent again. And I'm like, oh, fuck, these people don't like frats. Sorry, am I allowed to swear on here? Um, and, um, and then I'm like, okay, well, I have to say something because I can't just gloss over this. So I'm like, I don't think frats are cool. Frats are stupid. I hate frats, but when I was 18, frats, I thought frats were cool. But they didn't forgive me. And I went back the next week and I was shunned. Um, not only did I not get moved up in the, in the lineup, but I, um, I didn't even get to go. They ran out of time. But I haven't given up on them yet. And I, I still think I can win them back. And my secret weapon is a tie-dye shirt with cats on it. Thanks. Yay! Abby, wait, Abby, you stay up there. It's, it's, it's horrific and awful. You stay up there with the microphone, and then people give you, they say nice things about you. Um, that, was, that was lovely. You're like an alt comic. You, you told a joke about telling a joke that was like so removed. Yeah, it was super meta, and that's why I started laughing really hard at the end. You ended exactly at three minutes, just so you know. Um, you had four, but that's okay. And um, your first punchline, which was, these are my people, just so for you to know, it was 52 seconds in. But um, I was like, I like your personality on stage, it's, it's like fun, it's different. It's like you're kind of stepping back from your, it's like you're, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but you're in not stand, you're, you're like welcoming, but you're not like aggressive. Nah, I can't think of the word. I'm sorry, I'm dumb today. It's, okay. it's does anyone else have comments? There's a microphone up there. Great job. You have a great, very engaging energy. It felt a little like a, a moth story more than a stand-up comedy routine. 
um, which I love moth stories, but uh, the jokes that I noticed that I really liked, just to call it out in case you want to tighten up like with a premise and a punchline, the Dungeons and Dragons and your mis misconception it was a game or they were that, I think you can work that little bit and get a nice bigger laugh if you ever want to like tell joke, 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 as yeah. opposed to like longer flowy story. Yeah. But good job. Congratulations for your first open mic. And uh, yeah, I love the way you speak because I love the way like you seem so depressed, but actually you are funny. So people, you know, people in San Francisco love it that way. That's great. You're going to have a lot of audience. So keep that away. Make people feel that you are depressed, but actually you're not. You're just funny. Yeah. <laughs> Clap your hands together for Abby, everyone. Yay. Yay. All right, uh, hey everybody, your next comedian, we're just moving right along. Aaron Sampson! Woo! I didn't even know I was next. How's it going, everybody? Oh, for those of you that don't know, like yourself, I do have three kids. Uh, my first two are girls, my third is a prick. So, <laughs> I do love my prick, don't worry play with my prick all the time. Uh, so whenever we go on a family trip, my wife, she insists that we take everything in the house and just stuff it in the back of the minivan. <laughs> I don't know if that's a universal thing. She's like, you never know what we're going to need. I'm like, hon, I know I'm going to need to look through the back of the minivan, but there's a fucking refrigerator there. Can we take that out, please? Uh, we have dueling anxieties, like she's anxious about not having stuff for the kids, and I'm anxious about having kids, so it's kind of counterintuitive that way. Uh, we did just go on a family vacation, uh, tropical, uh, beaches of Hawaii. What do you prefer? Hunter, how are you? Pool or ocean? Ocean? The correct answer is bar. So. <laughs> That is a, it could be pool bar, it could be cabana boy, but that's the correct answer. I was at the ocean though, I wasn't with Hunter, with my five-year-old son, and I told him, I said, Cooper, if you need to go to the bathroom, do your business in the ocean. And he says, okay, dad. Couple minutes later, true story, I turn around, I see my kid, he's got his pecker out, and he's pissing in the ocean. I'm like, what are you doing? I didn't mean it that way. And he's like, oh, sorry, dad, sorry. I'm like, it's all right. Couple minutes after that, I turn around, I see my son, he's taking a dump in the ocean. I'm like, that's my boy, that's my boy. He learns quick. Feed them fishies. <sighs> my kids love uh, the store, Claire's. Sam, you like Claire's? You don't like it? <laughs> that's in the mall, I don't like it either. I call it Claire's Crack House for kids, okay? My kids are addicted to their cheap chapsticks. You know what I'm talking about? We get in there and this teenage chapstick dealer's like, come to the back, I got flavored chapsticks, buy three, get three. So I go to the back, we come away with like 220 chaps. My girls don't even make it to the car before they start using. They're like, so good, so good. Gotta ban that place. Elon Musk should buy that shit, tear it down. Uh, my wife just got my, my oldest daughter a Taylor Swift theme rolling backpack. You know these things? She looks like teeny bopper flight attendant. I don't know if you've seen. I never had these when I was a kid, the rolling back. We just wore our backpack, you know? I became like Simon Cowell, like, what do you need? 
now, rolling back. Simon Cowell is Russian now, by the way, in case you didn't notice that. But then I actually started using her backpack, and you know what? It's really nice. Like, really, I'm like Taylor Swift in my stuff everywhere. Like, I don't ever put on a backpack anymore. Oh, so park. Park's a lot of fun when you have kids, especially three kids. A lot of no one's following rules in the park. The kids are like going up the slide the wrong way. I was playing tickle tackle with my three kids. You tickle, you tackle, you'll love it. It's a lot of fun. But this girl, who I didn't know, this little girl comes up to me and she starts tickling me. And I'm like, I got good dad energy, you know, but I'm like one iPhone video away from being canceled altogether. So I'm like, hey, you can't touch me, okay? You can't. But she then tries to tickle and tackle me. And now I'm being harassed by an adultophile, you know? I'm looking around the park, seeing if there's an HR team I can talk to. This isn't me too, this is me toddlered, okay? Finally, I just start screaming, you can't touch me! Only my kids can touch me! And uh, that's when I got arrested. So, thank you so much, that's my time. Yay, Aaron. Oh, do you, do you not want comments? I do want coffee. Oh, okay, good. All right. Well, we got we got we have microphones and stuff. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Bars are very important. Uh, but a swim up pool bar—that's the most fun, is it not? It is. Of course, your kid's name is Cooper. Again, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that's funny. Um, and that tickle tackle sex crime bit—it um, paid off at the end. I thought that was. I mean, I, I was with you the whole way. You, you're, you know, you have such wonderful energy in your act outs and everything. You're just, you're just exuberant and fun to watch on stage. So yay. Thank you, Pam. So oh, hi, Aaron. Is it my turn? Sure. Well, when you, you ask in your set, do you guys like the pool or the ocean? I think it, uh, when you ask that, you could be like, uh, well, I like the ocean because there's not a chemical in the ocean that if you poop in the ocean, it turns all the water around you the color of shit brown. <laughs> so you could... You could do that is my my joke, but you can have Jesus it. fucking Christ. <laughs> Thank you for giving me your joke. Yeah, you will. It's on radio now, so it's mine. What's up, buddy? Um, I really liked your uh, the um the packing like your your entire set was great, especially the last part. But the um the ta the packing part, I think there's a lot of um stuff there you can go with. Like, you, you went straight to refrigerator. Yeah. You know, and I think I'd really be it really it really be funny to see you know like the progression of your wife packing mundane things that you know your kids need like clothes, your children, and then she slowly starts to build up, and at the end you're like, what the fuck, a refrigerator? You know, the slow build up would make it a lot funnier, and I think you missed a callback because then you talk about your kids go into the um, go into the car right after that, and they're doing the chapstick stuff, and that's why your wife can say that's why we have the fucking refrigerator or something like that. You know, like make it look like the refrigerator is still in the car after the road trip. Oh, okay. You know? Nice, nice. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Other comments? Oh, find a microphone. David, find a microphone. There you go. Yeah, you have to. I thought she was packing like she was leaving you. Oh. That's what I thought you were going with it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> She'd never abandoned Cooper. <laughs> Sorry. Shouldn't make fun of your child's name. Uh, it's like the whitest name I've ever heard, though. You're, <laughs> no? What? I'm sorry. Is this white on white crime? Am I not allowed to say that? All right, clap your hands wildly, everybody, for Aaron Sampson. Yay. Yay.
We're having a rock block of dads right now. Uh, this is the last person we'll give comments to because there's so many people on the wait list today and I want to fit everybody in. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Raycon. Yay! Hey, buddy. Hey, Pam. I like how you're having trouble with words, yet you had enough words to disparage Aaron's uh, kid. That was nice. Uh, hey, guys, how's it going? Happy Monday. What's up? How's it going? Listen, um, uh, I wrote these new jokes down. Um, I, uh, I saw a lady and uh, recently, and I asked her where she was from, and she said she was Persian. Right? You get this? Persian? That's not cool. I was confused, so later I looked it up. Did you know that Persia was an imperial empire centered in 6th century Iran? Yeah, we could do that now? We could just do that? We can just say we're just like from a country from your centuries ago? That's cool? That's a new thing? Okay, cool, man. Ask me where I'm from. Ask, Aaron, ask me where I'm from. Where are you from? I'm fucking from Babylon. How about that, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I'm from Babylon. I'm Babylonian. Yeah, research that. Hey, ask, you, ask me where I'm from. I'm from fucking Pangea. Yeah, supercontinent. Yeah, 300 million years ago. That's where I'm a dude without borders. I will walk all over this fucking country. Ain't no landmass bigger than Pangea. Yeah, that's where I'm from. Fuck that Persian shit. Nah, you can't do that, lady. Hell no. Anyway, <laughs> anyway oh, by the way, incidentally, um, how crazy is that the Ottoman Empire ruled for 600 years? I've been doing a lot of reading. 600 years it ruled, and the only lasting legacy is a small mini couch to rest my feet on. That's some bullshit, huh? How mad would you be if you're the king of the Ottoman Empire? I didn't do enough research to know who that was, but I'd be pissed off, for sure. For sure. All right, here we go. Uh, naps. Oh, shit, man. Uh, I, I used to take naps as a kid. Oh, I used to love them. I take naps. I, for 20 minutes, I take a nap. I wake up fresh as a daisy. That shit does not happen anymore. Hell no. Now, what happened to that? Now, I just straight sleep. And when I wake up, I am so disoriented. I am absolutely disoriented. I don't know if it's AM, PM, or post-apocalyptic times. Did I just sleep through the Armageddon? Jesus, soon I'm going to wake up from a sleep nap with one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse poking me with a stick. Yeah, hello, end of the world much? We're trying to do a thing here. You know when you wake up from a nap and sometimes you don't know where you are, you're like confused, like, oh shit, where am I? Oh my God, dude, nowadays I wake up from a nap, I don't know what I am, right? Yeah, did I just get reincarnated? Animal, vegetable, mineral, I have no idea. Still human? Jackpot, baby. Hell yeah, survived another nap. Mm, yeah, all right, here we go. Um, I bought a fridge off of Craigslist the other day. You ever do this? Bought a fridge off of Craigslist. The guy selling me the fridge asked me, hey man, do you like rock and roll? Yeah, that's a question, right? I'm like, I'm not sure how to respond to that, but looking at, I just want to look for a box to keep my butter cold. But yeah, I like rock and roll. Yeah, I'm game. Let's go for it. He said, well, what's cool about this fridge man is that he used to belong to the manager of Big Brother and the holding company. You know what I'm saying, man? Yeah, the band that played with Janis Joplin. Man, he did a long ass man that time. I was like, hell yeah. That's three degrees from Bobby McGee. I want that shit. Now, whenever I'm about to buy a kitchen item off of Craigslist, it's important to me, important to me that the object have rock and roll provenance. 
Yeah, I'm completely spoiled. I bought a can opener from can opener from Hot Tuna. I got an oven that belonged to Van Morrison. So I'm like, hey man, would you like a brown eyed grill? Cause fa la 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 lasagna. Hell yeah, that's my time, people. Appreciate it. Comment, Thank please. God, everyone. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know, the, the hot Ottoman jokes you've got. That's your second Ottoman joke. Oh, you've it? got the rattan Ottoman oh, that you back right. up on this freeway. No, I just think it's I hilarious love Ottoman, that you, baby. Have, you have two Ottoman jokes. <laughs> and, and the hot refrigerator jokes today. This is the second person who has had jokes about refrigerators. Dear God. Um, no, that was, that was great. Oh, that whole Ottoman Empire thing was ma- amazing and that Pangea stuff. Thanks. And um, cool. um, when you're talking about the apocalypse, um, I like the word dystopian. You didn't mention the word dystopian, which is a good one oh, when you talk okay. about like like dystopian futurescapes. Just fun word to throw in there cool. if you want. Done. Dystopian. Uh, okay. That's- We're doing more. Yeah. Uh, when you wake up from the nap, you don't know if it's AM, PM, or Persia. Ah, uh, <laughs> okay. Call back. Cool, man. Yeah, I really love the Persia, Persia joke. Uh, I was right. just thinking like if you could like uh, like rhyme it with something, like that'd be really funny. Yeah, yeah, got it. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I also like the Pangea joke. Uh, that was really funny too. If you right. could find like a word that rhymed with Pangea, got it. I think it really hit it home. Dude, you're big on rhyming. I like that. Cool. Other <laughs> uh, comments. I. Uh, Hey, if you're gonna keep anything in that joke, you gotta keep the fuck that Persian shit. I don't know. That was so funny. I don't know. I thought that was hilarious. But uh, I think another thing you can add, it, it's it's pretty well paced right now. But I think another thing you could add you could be like, now every white American can say they're Native American. Ah. Or maybe that's too many. But you know what I mean? Where it's like yeah, we yeah, live sure. here, so for that's, sure, that's another sure. route you can go. My Fred, my refrigerator guy. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I really like to ask me where I'm from, the crowd involvement. Ask me where I'm from. And I think you could do three, like, ask me where I'm from, ask me where I'm from. And then the third one, ask me where I'm from. Weren't you fucking listening? You know, <laughs> got it. Got it. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand some of our jokes, but I think you're just so funny. Like, just oh. so funny. Why? I saw you, like, uh, your, like, your white teeth and, the, like, the way you speak. It's just so funny. Yeah. Thank you. That's sweet. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Ray Come see Ray this Saturday at Atlas. I remembered you're on that show. All right. Your next comedian. Uh, He is a big burst of power (laughs) coming out of a little body. Put your hands together for Jared Senna. Give it up for me, everybody. I just graduated from SF State, guys. Thank you, thank you. And I just got a job right out of college, too. I'm a barista at a Pete's Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Living up to my expectation as a creative writing major. Yeah. Um, You know, it's funny, I'm more likely to get hired off my experience off this peach job more so than my own degree. Like, like no one gives a fuck about how good you are at critiquing short story fiction. They only care about like how good are like how good are you at handling getting yelled at in public. Very good, I might say. Get yelled at all the fucking time. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. the only writing I do is when I write off the names of orders, writing everyone's signatures, except mine. Yeah, man, uh, it's actually a pretty hard degree, like creative writing majors, they don't, they don't earn as much as STEM majors do, but you know, or the work is hard, but you know what, it's actually a pretty hard major to go through. Like every year, I have to read this story called The Lottery, all right? It's like this town, they celebrate this holiday, right? They have to participate in a raffle. And in the end, this little girl wins it. What does she get? They, she's, they stone her to death. Every year I had to read that story. Which goes to show you creative writing majors. <laughs> have it rough as STEM majors. I am gonna work on that joke. <laughs> okay, okay. It's gonna be a long four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I support the LGBTQ community. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I say that because all my exes were bisexual. Now they're lesbian. Because of me, I made, real, I made a bunch of women realize that they don't like men. Like, if that's not being an ally to the gay community, like, I don't know what is. Like, thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Kathy. <laughs> I did not prepare a set today. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm just out here stumbling. <laughs> you know, it's going to be fun. We're, we're going to go through this. We're going to go through this. We're going to go through this. What else do I got? I'm a creative writing major. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Thank you, Ian. God damn it. Fuck it, I'm done. Thank you, everybody. Jared Senna. Sometimes the only way out is through. <laughs> Jared Senna, everyone. <laughs> Yay. All right. Uh, moving right along from the most diminutive to the tallest in the whole world. Put your hands together for Ian Langlands. Yay. What's going on, everybody? Let's get into it. We got any fans of psychedelics in the house, in his house? Yeah, whoa! That, Aaron, you're a father. Set your priorities. Uh, I like psychedelics. Psychedelics are way too fucking powerful. They're way too powerful, and I knew that because the first time I did it, I was 16 years old. Now, that's very young. It's a very young thing. When your biggest life achievement is beating Halo 3 in one night, you should not be doing any psychedelics. I, think, I believe that to my core. Because I, I can't experience it to the fullest degree. That's the problem. You, you, like I'm, I'm, I have an underdeveloped brain. I'm not gonna have the full scope of what it could be to like have a psychedelic trip. My dad drove me to school, okay? <laughs> I'm not gonna make any realizations. The only realization I'd be like, maybe Becky in pre-calc doesn't have a crush on me. That's like the extent of what I could have thought. And I knew I was immature when I did it when I was talking to this dude and we were sharing our stories about our first trips and he said, he was in his 20s when he did it and he said after he tripped, he realized, he reconciled with his father that abused him for years, which is very beautiful. And he looks at me and he goes, what did you discover? And I said, I discovered if you look at the sun for 15 minutes, you will get astigmatism. Um, 
it was pretty in the moment, but I'm paying for it. Um, so, yeah. That was a pretty good gauge of like, I, I was really not doing anything. And I, but I would like, I, I, I couldn't have any real deep thoughts, but I would pretend, I would say like deep shit, like stuff you're supposed to say. I'd be like, fucking, I cannot believe we succumbed to the universe's expectations of us rather than who we should really be. Like, what the fuck am I fucking talking about? I got a fucking chemistry test on Monday. Uh, that was kind of a rehash. Um, I think that's, because of that, I think that uh, shrooms should stay illegal. I think all psychedelics should stay illegal. Uh, people don't agree with me when I say that. But uh, they should really stay, like, we should not have access to these things because the wrong people are getting a hold of them. Like techies. Techies are now microdosing to be more productive. Only a fucking nerd could take a psychedelic and be like, how do I make this better for my coding, you know? <laughs> They're like, how do I, like, shut the fuck up, you know? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Let us... Let us have something, us normal people. We gotta have shit, you know? Because I feel like, I, I'm afraid that like psychedelics are gonna become a trend and then the worst group of people are gonna get a hold of it. We're all thinking the same thing. White millennial women, that's right. Oh, big fans of white millennial women, anyway. Not looking at you, sorry. Um, <laughs> I think that's the worst group of people that would take a hold of it. They'd start posting on Instagram. They'd have these long, like long-winded paragraphs like, the journey into the bizarre, strange, beautiful thing that is my brain, you know? And you, you can't tell them that orange juice will make the shrooms more powerful because they'll start, like, popping a cap at Sunday brunch, you know? <laughs> they'll do that, like, boomerang where they clink all the stems together. That's the world that I don't want to live in, that's for sure. They'll be like, fucking, I'm trying to have a good time, but Stacy's having a bad trip. Not a vibe. Thank you, Ray. God bless you. I didn't, uh, I didn't get taught sex ed until I was a senior in high school, uh, and I'm paying for it. Uh, it's bad. I, I really wish I took that earlier. Uh, that's a lot of impertinent information you don't teach to like a room full of 18-year-old heathens, really. It's bizarre, like a senior. I went to an art school, so I think the teachers were like, this guy's not getting any pussy. We don't have to teach him anything, you know? I learned how to sculpt a clit before understanding what it did. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, that's all I got. Thank you. Ian Langlands, everyone. Yay. I love all your new premises. Does anyone have a lighter? My kingdom for a lighter. I have wheat. Thank you. I'm just, I just need to smoke pot so badly. And the child just walked out the door, so I feel okay saying that out loud. Um, your next comedian. That was really great, Ian. Um, your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Lauren Kraut. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Ooh, it grows. <laughs> I should know how to work the mic. But, um, I have a system for making my toast in the morning. I, um, I get out the bread, the peanut butter, and the jam. I set them on the counter. The jam goes on the right, the peanut butter on the left. The reasons for this I've long since forgotten, but I adhere to the custom nevertheless. Then I... When the toast comes up, I put the peanut butter on the um, bottom and the, and the jam on top. Anybody else who puts the peanut butter on or the jam on the bottom and the peanut butter on top is just looking for a fat lip. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> then uh, you cut the bread in half and you eat always, always, always eat the right side of the bread first or the toast first. These are the traditions of my people, and I do not question them, nor should you. 
all the troubles in this world can be traced back to fuckers like you who eat the right side or the left side of the toast first before the right side. Cut that shit out. I mean it. Uh-oh. I'm working my way through this joke. I'm going to get it. Um, I don't remember it. All right. It has something to do with George W. Bush. Cut it in half. Eat the right side of the toast first. Oh, I know. Because um, I have it on good authority that George W. Bush ate his toast left side first on 9-11. And you know how that shit turned out. (laughs) So let's review. What side of the toast do we eat first? Very, very good. Very good. Don't you fucking forget it. My work is done here. All right. I would not have picked this face and this scrawny frame to represent my lofty ideals. This is not what I had in mind when I said adorable, fun-sized lesbian. (laughs) I look more like a scared bird and a a day-old French fry. (laughs) I I look like Woodstock in uh, the Penis comic strip. If Woodstock were an old dyke with an eating disorder and poor social skills. Thank you. Why do we say almost always and almost never, but we almost never say almost sometimes? What if almost sometimes were exactly what we meant or what we needed to say? So like, I almost never floss, no, I almost always floss after dinner but I almost never floss after lunch, but I almost sometimes, almost sometimes, floss after breakfast. Isn't that much clearer? <laughs> no? Okay. Um, what else? Oh, I wanted to talk about tired. I don't have any um, real joke yet, but I'm just, how everybody is tired and just how we keep trucking on even though we don't want to we just want to sleep. You feeling it? Yeah. Me too. All right. Um, I didn't know. You ever eat crumbs? <laughs> you lick your finger and put it on the plate, and it's just like you may be full. It may be Thanksgiving. You're full. Everything is yay all night. And then you, and you lick, and, you, and it's just enough. It's just enough. Maybe because I'm anorexic, I can make a meal out of crumbs. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't know. When you think when you get to be my age, you'd be pretty more um, relaxed around people. Hi, how you doing? Okay. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not. I'm just ridiculous. And I know I look ridiculous because I'm wearing the same clothes that I had on in high school. It's a look. <laughs> All right. Thanks for my time. Thanks very much. Lori Kraut, everyone. Hooray, 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 hooray. You're my favorite. Um, your next comedian, everybody. We're moving right along. Clap your hands in a wild, sloppy-like motion for Kaula Finman. Hey, everyone. I think I, I know all of you, right? Um, I don't know. No. Hi, I don't know you yet. Um, cool. Another woman in the scene. Woo! <laughs> Is that okay? Um, hi, sorry. I'm sorry. Um, sorry. 
I'm not sorry about anything. I just pretend. Um, I'm Gaula. Um, yeah, you guys probably know me, but it's Gaula. Uh, uh, feel free to call me Gaula or G, because it is crazy that my parents named me or G. Um, you know, <laughs> it's like they had one and then they had one. Okay, I think I'm just gonna change my name instead of try to come up with name jokes. <laughs> I just want to become famous so that everybody, uh, I don't have to in introduce myself to people anymore and explain my name to people because I hate it. I don't hate my, I love my name, I love it so much. Has anyone legally changed their name here? Legally? How old were you? Too much paperwork, yeah. That's, why? What was it before? And they were like, Americanize it? Yeah, my parents were like, Let's give her the most non-white name. But um, let me see. Okay, never doing that joke again. It's fine. Um, okay, so I went to an all-girls school my entire like education. So like K through twelve, like no boys in the class was like religious. Um, so this is the product of fifteen years of um, catering to the male, the the female gaze damn it right like when you go to all girls schools and you're not allowed to talk to boys there's no like dance with boys you get kicked out of school for talking to boys but you still care a lot about like how you dress and like what you look like <laughs> um but it's like it's like you want to be like zero percent body fat clear complexion like basically what did I write down oh my god tired so tired Oh my God. Okay, I wrote, this is me at my calculated best. Um, <laughs> which is a good line if I like delivered it with energy. I, I stand by it, Just it's just dead. I'm just a little dead right now. But like, when you grow up catering to the female gaze, there are things that people do to cater to the male gaze that I don't understand. I'm not gonna attack women for modifying their bodies. I just don't understand them. Like the eyelash thing, like I just really, it's like in an all-girls environment, what you're trying to do is suss out like if pe like how natural people are, and I feel like the, those eyes are just like for one split second you get this like rush to your dick of like it's a brat stall, and then you're like, oh no, it's a toilet brush on somebody's eye, <laughs> and it's like I I just I think they look so stupid, but like it's not for me. Um, I don't know. <sighs> I know. Um, but I would, I would like people to stop asking me about my sexual orientation. I just think it's assuming a lot that I am sexually oriented. Like, I'm just trying to get through the day. Like, I just want, like, if you have, like, as much anxiety and stress and, like, goals you're trying to achieve, like, I'm not saying I'm asexual, like, sex is on the list, but it's, like, dead last. Um... <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, are clams happy? <laughs> I think that's a gay joke. I don't know. Um, I, I know the joke workshop segment is over, but if you have thoughts about things I've said, I'd, I'd love to hear them. I'd love to hear from you. Um, thanks so much, Pan. Thanks, you guys. I've been Gula. Gula Finman, everyone! Yay! Succumbing to the female gaze. Woo! I enjoyed that. Uh, I also went to private school, uh, but there were boys there. Anyway, 
Uh, I'm, I'm so slow today. <laughs> I'm really excited that your next comedian is here. He actually goes to school like right now because he's 13. <laughs> I love it when he's here. Put your hands together, everybody, for Luca Branches. Yay! Private school boys. Oof. Yeah, yeah, no, but I, I, I do go to a private Catholic school, right? Yeah. I, uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of it, though. Like, I don't like going to a private Catholic school, right? It's such, I just, I don't, I feel like people aren't exposed to not enough stuff for the real world, you know what I mean? And I, I'm serious, like, it's too, I hate small schools. I go to a small school, I hate them so much, right? Because it's way harder to tell a girl you like her in a small school, you know what I mean? Like, dude, I'm serious, right? I, like, you know why it's so much harder to tell a girl you like her in a small school, right? Because, like, you tell a girl you like her, Right? She, she, she's surprised. She skitters over to her friends, right? By the time she's there, you're already on your third Hail Mary. You know what I mean? <laughs> she, she tells her friends, right? Now five people know that you like her, right? And five people despise you. And you're just, and that's one-sixth of the class since there's 30 people in your class. And you're, yeah, you're just screwed. Like, you have nothing. You can't do anything anymore, man. Like, you know what I mean? Dude, I go to such a small school that the closest I've gotten to hugging a girl is cracking their back. You know what I mean? It's just, it's so screw. It's so annoying. It, I can't, I can't even do it. Like, I, yeah, I, I, it's just, it's too hard. It's, I, yeah, I don't know why. But, yeah, I, I'm 13, though. You know what I mean? A lot of kids at my, in my school, apparently, they had, like, you know what I mean? You know how you have, like, different talks for each kind of, like, thing that's going on? Like, racism talk, sex talk, right? I don't know. Did anyone here have the racism talk? No? Was that not a thing? Yeah? I don't know. I feel, I feel like uh, I heard some people who had it, right? And I just, I've never gotten it, but I can imagine how it would go down. You know what I mean? Your mom, she knocks on your door, right? She's like, may I come in? You're like, may? When have you ever said, may I come in? You, you're always, can I come? All right. Yeah, right? That's already suspicious. She like, she sits down on your bed, but she like half sits down on your bed. And you know when like someone half sits down? That's, there's something bad that just happened. And they're gonna tell you about it. You know what I mean? They like, they, she half sits down on your bed. And you know, it's never anything good. It's never they half sit down on your bed and they're never like, we're going to Disneyland. You know what I mean? It's always they half sit down on your bed and they're like, it, it's cause you have cancer. Yeah, it's cause that, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I, and then, then they just try to like, they try to tell you about like racism. But they use like kid terms, you know what I mean? It just never works out. It never works, right? They're always like, they're like, you know, you, you're like a, uh, you're like a shiny Pokemon in your class. You know what I mean? That's why you're like the only Indian in your class. You're a shiny Pokemon. Don't worry about it. You know, everyone's just jealous of you. That's why, that's why they don't really uh, want to hang out. I'm kidding. But just, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I actually got COVID. Right, uh, a while ago, I got COVID, and worst thing about that, right, just, you, the only thing you want to do is test negative, obviously, right, that's the only thing you want to do, and all my friends were telling me how to test negative, because they test negative after five days, I test negative after nine days, right, they're like, dude, dude, you just got it. like, they were talking, the things they were telling me of how to test negative was, it sounded like Trump solutions, you know what I mean, they're like, they're like, dude, you just got snort Listerine, like, I'm not trying to snort this right now. Just shove hot water up your nose. Burning, like, what? Nah. But I, I was on a, I was trying to watch as many Disney movies as I could. I don't know why. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I actually rewatched Coco. Has anyone here watched the movie Coco? Yeah? Yeah, like, because you know what I realized, though, when I was watching that? 
in Coco, there are only Mexicans. There's no other race in that entire movie. It's, it's only Mexican people. And I'm like, that's so, that's so screwed up, right? And uh, if you haven't watched the movie Coco, if you haven't watched it, it's about a little Mexican boy who illegally immigrates to heaven. And yeah, I'm just kidding. But yeah, right? And, uh, but I'm like, it's like, if there's only Mexicans in that movie and it's in heaven, you know what I mean? So you know what that means, right? In Coco, Heaven is segregated. That's so screwed up. That's not, that's not good at all, man. Like, like, just imagine if that was in real life. If heaven is segregated in real life and each, like, race or, like, ethnicity gets their own heaven, that would be so screwed up. It's just the most stereotypical shit. Just like, just like my, my Asian elder dad, he gets, he just, he dies, goes to heaven. He's at Harvard University. Oh my God, he just sees cryptocurrency in his wallet. Holy shit, A pluses on the grade. Oh my God, this is, this is unimaginable. It's so great for him, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm just imagining that. I think that would be so funny if each race had their own heaven. You know what I mean? All right, thank you everyone, that's my time. Yay, Luca Branches, yay. Oh my God, that was so funny about trying to test negative. And putting things up your nose, it absolutely makes sense. Because I, uh, yeah, I remember when I, I, I had to test, 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 and I was finally negative. And it's, it's the only thing you want. And shout out to Dan Lewis. We miss you. Dan got, Dan tested positive, And then, um, but I've, I know, but I've tested a bunch of times. I'm not, but I'm, it was, it, anyways. But I, I'm, I've already tested and I've been negative twice and everything's fine. Don't worry, everybody's, everybody's fine. Uh, but if you're listening out there, we miss you. Uh, hey, your next comedian uh, it's, I'm excited to bring him up. Put your hands together, everybody, for Kyle Morrissey. <laughs> heaven is segregated. I, th- I think that's why it's called heaven. Hey, oh. <laughs> One day, if I'm a good boy. <laughs> um, I, uh, I asked my girlfriend to marry me during quarantine. Yeah, I'm. I'm ho- well. I'm just letting the suspense build. Um, she said yes, she did, and that's. Uh, but then the pandemic ended, uh, and I realized that I, 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 I love someone so much. I asked them to do something before I was ready. Like, have you have you ever asked someone to marry you, and when they say yes, you're like, oh shit. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Here we go. We got into an argument about which diamond ring to get her. And she won. She won. She wanted one that I could barely afford. And we argued about it for like three weeks because I was trying to save money, which saving money and having a wedding have never existed ever. Got pretty bad. It was pretty stressful. When we finally settled on the one that she wanted, the jeweler was like, well, good news is diamond is conflict-free. I was like, no, it isn't. <laughs> That's what, Stop saying that, man. There's a significant amount of conflict surrounding this diamond. We've been conflicting about it for three weeks. My apartment looks like Sierra Leone. <laughs> All right, it's too edgy. Um, my, uh, my, my private life, my personal life, and my like comedy hangout life are completely separate um i don't think that's entirely a bad thing 
but because no one has ever met my fiance, when I do refer to her by name, it kind of just sounds like she's already dead. That's just like, that's just how it feels to me. Like talking to someone, it's like, oh, you saw everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> Elizabeth loved that movie. <laughs> it just, you know, I I gotta bring her around. <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's heard the punchline on Sunday nights. I'm bummed this girl left because I was about to roast her. Um, <laughs> I've never seen anyone look more like a Biden voter. She just looked, that girl, it doesn't matter. She's not here anymore. There's no, but I, I've never seen someone who I was positive had a premium next door account. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would imagine it is. I think I think certain people in the address zip code of Pack Heights probably all have them. I look related to her. I'm just projecting. I have issues with my mom. <laughs> I uh I read did you guys read Oedipus in high school? <laughs> yeah, it's a story about a uh it's an ancient Greek story about a kid who wants to kill his dad and have sex with his mom. I didn't like this book. Uh, because the whole moral of the story, for some reason, was look how messed up this kid is. But when you read it as a kid, you're like, wow, look how messed up this dad is. Why would he want to do that? Why would this kid want to do that to his family? Maybe the dad was just stick. Maybe the kid didn't want to kill his dad and fuck his mom. Maybe he just wanted to fuck his dad's wife. You know, maybe he's a real jerk, you know. And he knew. He was like, hey, I know this is my mom, but someone needs to fuck this dude's wife. This guy sucks. <sighs> I'm just glad I got the wording out on that one. That's it. I'm done. All right. <clears throat> Kyle Morrissey, everyone. Hooray. Yay, edible complex. I just made edibles. I have an, I, I, that's my joke. I have an edible complex. I eat so much weed, my pee smells like marijuana. All right. This is the time of the night we've been waiting for. Yeah. Monday, Monday, Monday. Um, I'm really, really excited. Um, your next comedian's going to do a full 10 minutes. And I'm super excited to give her the opportunity because she has an amazing show coming up this Thursday, uh, the 28th, and it's at the Great North Theater, and it's going to be incredible, and it's for the AIDS life cycle, and it's called Giggle Fit, but put your hands together, everybody, for the very funny Hillary Lannon, yay! Hey, everyone. Um, yes, I want you all to know that I'm obsessed with my pussy, and of course, I love doing this in front of a 13-year-old. <laughs> No, but actually, the thing is, like, I've been spending hours at a time thinking about it. And when you get to be my age, anytime you spend this much time, energy, focused on one part of your body, it's not a good thing. Like, that's something's gone terribly wrong. And that's exactly what's happening. The only exception to that is when I get my boobs done, so, um, when I modify my body, I'm going to be spending the first six months just thinking, oh my God, my tits are amazing. But that is not what's happening right now. The reason why I've been thinking about my pussy so much is because I've been riding my bike an ungodly amount of hours. Like I'm talking six to eight hours at a time. And this is 
far surpassed a workout and has crossed over into cruel and unusual punishment. And I, um, I've really been not enjoying it. When you spend that much time on your bike, you really uh, have a lot of time to think. And one of the main thoughts that I have is, who the hell invented this goddamn machine? Specifically, who invented, who designed the bike seat? Because it is so uncomfortable. And I've come up with a theory in my many, many hours sitting on top of that thing that it was, you know, bikes came around during the Victorian times. And so I think it was a horny ornithologist who designed this, which if you don't know what an ornithologist is, that is a bird scientist. And I feel like he was like in the woods, like with his binoculars, you know, bird watching, probably jerking off at the same time and being like, oh my God, those birds are so sexy. I want to sit on their faces. And basically birds are pretty tiny. Usually bird beaks are not going to feel much up there. So he got very creative and is like, I'm going to make a bird beak dildo, which is pretty much, if you think about it, that's what a bike seat looks like. It kind of looks like a bird beak dildo. And he's like, I'll stick it on a post and pedal around town while I'm running my errands and nobody will have any idea that I'm totally getting off while I'm getting there. So it's very uncomfortable though. So I've been doing a lot of research online. Like what can I do to make this ride more enjoyable. And I've learned some very interesting things about the female anatomy. First of all, did you know that there is the, that the vulva is called the vestibule of the vagina? So yes, I did not know that. It's an actual medical term. I wish I would have made it up, but I didn't. And then I've also learned that there are two different kinds of vaginas. I'm going to use vagina and vulva interchangeably. So don't, don't get pedantic on me, any medical people out there. But um, there's basically and when I talk about two different kinds of vaginas, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about a horizontal versus vertical because that's not real. That's something that racists totally made up. Not talking about tight or loose because that does not apply in this situation. And just for your information, mine is very tight because I haven't gotten laid in years. No, what I'm talking about is there are actually innies and outies. So that means it's kind of the difference between a, um, a tiny like, hallway entrance in a San Francisco apartment versus like a large white columned, you know, southern mansion on a plantation, right? So like an antebellum mansion. And and it's really based on your body geometry. So basically if you have if you have a bubble butt, then most likely you have an innie. And if you have a flat ass, then you have an Audi. And so as you can see, Let's just say this property doesn't have a backyard, but it has a beautiful covered porch. So, so in my research, though, I'm like, how can I make this better? And I've, I have a one of the improvements that they've made to a bike seat since the Victorian times is they cut a hole in the center to alleviate the pressure on your soft tissue. And I had one of these holes cut in mind, but. It would only really work in theory if I could take my labia and like file them through there. And I don't ride my bike naked because this is not Burning Man. So so I needed to get a bike seat that has a bigger cu cutout to accommodate my large vestibule. <laughs> and so I um, now have a bike seat that basically looks like that padded toilet seat that you, your grandma had, which I really like those. I think they were very comfortable. I don't know why they fell out of fashion. The only time I didn't like them was when you sat on a warm one, which is kind of like, I think any bike seat that you sit on that's, or any toilet seat you sit on that's warm is never a good thing. You, you kind of want it to be like a, a Catholic school girl. No, not a Catholic school girl. 
strike that part. Anyway, yeah, let's just pretend like you bought that toilet seat to pretend like it's never done anything with anyone else ever before. But so now I have this really big seat and that is much more accommodating and it feels much better. And the reason why I've been riding my bike so much is because, like Pam said, I'm doing this AIDS life cycle coming up. And it's, uh, if you're not familiar with it, it's a ride from San Francisco to LA, 545 miles. You climb the equivalent of Mount Kilimanjaro by the time you're finished with it. Yeah, super, uh, yeah. It's, and the whole reason, you know, I mean, while it's noble to want to end AIDS, yes, that's great and all. But for me, the real reason why I signed up was because speaking of my flat ass, I, I really wanted to grow, but I mean, being Asian, the only thing flatter than my face is my ass. And so I realized though, that this is like biking is the least sexy and feminine sport that I've gotten, could have gotten into. Like when I'm wearing the whole head to toe spandex, I don't look like a girl at all. And the only, butt that I ended up getting was, uh, it looks like I'm wearing a poise pad that I took a dump in because, because it's got that gel padding and it's, I'm like, that's not what I was talking about when I said I wanted a butt. I, I wanted like a Kim Kardashian deal going on and I got something else completely. So, and it is one of those things where I, I think it's hard just being Asian because you, I feel like they were the like OG non-binaries, right? We come off the factory line and depending on what kind of accessories you put on us, you can present as feminine or masculine. So, I mean, there's a whole cottage industry in Thailand where the, you know, those boys dressed up as very pretty girls, tourists come from all over the world to visit them and the opposite direction, they made a whole Disney series called Mulan about a girl who dresses up like a boy to fight and save her, her kingdom. So, so for me, it's definitely like, this is me trying and I, I do okay, but I'm basically like a really bad drag queen, but I could easily take my pubes and stick them on my face. And I, I'd, I'd look like your uncle basically, <laughs> but no, I, I, it is a noble cause and, and you guys will get a chance to meet one of my close personal friends who's HIV positive. So I am happy to be doing this ride sort of, and I'm happy that we're fighting AIDS. I just really hope that they hurry up and cure it by Fe January or sorry, June 5th, because I um, would really like to not do this ride. <laughs> like if I could just get out of it and not ride 545 miles for seven days and sleep in a tent every night, I that would be great. And then they could take they could take all that money that they raise. I'm talking about a lot of money, like $85 just to register. $3,000 to ride. So that's three 3,000 people paying $3,000 just to ride. And people have gone well above that. So think about if they took all of that money and didn't have to fight AIDS with it, then they could throw like the best circuit party ever. And it would just be, you know, GHB and poppers for everyone. And that sounds like so much more fun than, you know, biking up the side of Mount Kilimanjaro. So, so it, unless they uh, cure it before June, I will see you all on the ride. So th thanks, guys. Yay! Clap your hands together for Hillary. That was eight minutes and 20 seconds, just so you know. Yay, you ran through it. Yeah, and when you have an audience, and it'll be slower because everyone will be laughing, and then it'll fill it up absolutely perfectly. Um, yay! All right, um, the next couple of people aren't on the list, so we're going to move down to one of our waitlist people. Um, Hunter and Ernest, do you want a Rosham for it? 
Put your hands together, everybody, for Hunter Uniac. Yay! I really hope they finish the uh, cure AIDS, you know, before June 5th, so they can all have an orgy right after. You know, just spread it again. Nope. All right. No, I shouldn't say over that. Um, guys, what, what the fuck's the point of a guest ba uh, bathroom? Seriously, like, I remember growing up as a kid, and we'd have guest bathrooms. Like, if I can't shit in there, why the fuck do my friend shit in there? You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I have sleepovers when I was, like, a little kid, like, um, your son's age. You know, like, when I was wearing diapers. And um, I, I would be over there, like, I'd be like, hey, you see, anything in my house, you can have. All right? You want my toys? That's fine. You need a spare clothes? That's fine. But you see, this place where I poop in, you can't poop there. That's my special place to poop. You have your own special place to poop. And it's nicer than my place. It has quilted hand towels. No, no, none of you guys. All right, fuck this joke. <laughs> All right, um, let's do this one then. Um, God damn, you know what I've realized? I've gotten too blue. I really have. Mm, okay. I'm sorry, this is so unprofessional, but I'm going to notes. It is. You know why Ernest said, like, you know, I don't want to go up? Because none of us were prepared. Because we thought we'd be like the last people on the fucking list. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, let's do this one. Um, my parents are going through a divorce, which is, don't worry, it gets funny. Um, <laughs> my parents are going through a divorce. It's like, my mom's telling me, like, the reason why my parents are going through a divorce is because my father can't talk about his issues. And my, I've talked to my dad, and my dad's like, yes, I can talk about my issues. And he starts talking about it. Mom's like, I can't understand your accent. Because he's Irish. All right, so I'll call her like, I want to talk to you about fucking issues now. And she goes, the fuck are you saying? I'm trying to talk to you about my problems. The fuck are you saying? I want to tell you I love you. Fuck you. All right. Do your parents have a... No? All right. I like how, like, you guys laugh at, like, my parents are getting divorced. And, like, now, like, when I'm really going into it, you're like, ah, this joke fucking sucks, Hunter. <laughs> We're having fun, though. It's crazy, though. This is unprofessional, but I don't... Um, oh, yeah. I uh, shaved my beard. Yeah. It's weird when I shaved my beard. Like, when I shaved it, I didn't recognize my face. And, like, I went to my dog for consolence. And uh, my dog didn't even recognize me. You know how weird that is when a, hu when a being that recognizes people purely by scent can't tell me apart from somebody else because I shaved something on my face? It's like, I don't fucking know who you are. What the fuck was wrong with my beard? You're all, like, sitting there quietly going, like, we know what was wrong with your beard, Hunter. <laughs> you had a fucking beard, Hunter. That's the issue with you. All right. You know that phrase, pizza's like sex. If it's bad, it's still pretty good. Have you guys heard that? You definitely haven't. But um, I got my own version. Pizza's like sex. I'm banned from Domino's. Pizza's like sex. The first time I had it, my parents paid for it. <laughs> pizza's like sex. I don't like it with fruits. Vegetables are welcome. I stand by that joke. I don't give a fuck, people. All right, guys. Well, you know what? This has been a set, and Ernest should have gone first. That's my time. <laughs> Yay, Hunter Uniac. Bye, you guys. Thank you so much for coming. Um, so the way that the, the people who aren't here yet aren't here, it would be Pete, but I don't want to just throw you up because you want – are you okay to go up, or do you want to have someone go in between? It's up to you. Okay, then we'll have – Ernest. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Ernest Evangelista! Yay! Hey, guys. Hunter said he's too blue. 
Um, right now, my diarrhea is the color blue. <laughs> Can someone explain that to me? I think it's because I didn't swallow the blueberries that I ate today. Also, I have gout. And the medicine is giving me diarrhea. And also, I need to poop right now. And... So a lot of things happen. I really got to drink this. Okay, never mind. Oh, fuck. Okay. You know what I blame my gout on? Uh, Easter Sunday e uh, interracial uh, barbecue things. Because I have a son who's black, and there's a lot of pork chops with meat gravy, and that's just meat on meat on meat, which is not the sexy kind. And, and uh, we're doing the Easter egg hunt. You guys know that? You guys ever did that? It's pretty awesome because it's the perfect time to fuck with kids. <laughs> you guys ever did that before? It's hilarious. You get to put him and hide him in like horrible places like cactuses. And like, do you guys know what Balut is? Yeah. yeah. Imagine that. It's a, blood is basically a fermented duck embryo egg, eggs, right? Yeah, and how exciting for a kid to find, am I right? Yeah, you just, it's like, you should, you might have saw it on Fear Factor. Um, and it's also pretty delicious, am I right, Hunter? Okay. Well. Yeah, they're pretty yummy, dude, the juice. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess the kid didn't like it either. He was actually horrified and cried a lot. Honestly, that was pretty messed up. I think that's why his dad beat me up. Have you heard of this guy named Will Smith? Okay, um. Okay, I gotta poop soon. Um, I'll do a joke. So, I look like... Pocahontas if she identified as a male but that's because I am a warrior guys I got um recently comedians have been under attack right also I'm a comedian with long hair I'm just saying I'm ready for you alopecia bitches come at me right now Fight me. I am a comedian ready for war like Zelensky. Okay, I got poop, guys. All right, I got to go. Ernest Evangelista, everyone. There's toilet paper in there. Don't worry. No paper towels, though. I'm sorry. I've been, I've been lazy. I, no paper towels. Not today. Maybe tomorrow. Your next comedian. <laughs> I'm smoking way too much pot today. Put your hands together, everybody, for Pete Ballmer. Yay! Right. When uh, when Ernest came up and he was like, Hunter was saying he's too blue, I thought he was going to comment on the fact that he was wearing all blue, but he just took the opportunity to be like, I'm going to shoot my pants right now. And he did. So, you know, it's nice. Glad he called out the alopecia beach bitches. My hair is thinning. I'm going to talk about that later. Uh, it's okay. Don't, don't awe. It's... it's it's 85% of men at some point in their lives. Anyway, uh, I got a girlfriend. She's lovely. Um, she is going to go to business school in August. Do you guys think we should stay together? 
All right, there we go. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was going to do a thing where I was going to be like, well, and then like presumably some people will clap, and then I'd be like, what if I said that she's going to school in Europe? And then and then that would be, then then it would be even fewer, and so I was going to riff on that. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm pretty pretty not, not I haven't like firmly said no, but I'm pretty not down for like a 13-hour time dif- difference. Like I don't want to wake up at 7 a.m. just to be sending texts like, hey, how's dinner? You were right. Today's Wordle is hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> Also, it's hard to stay together with someone like that because, like, if I am still together with her and I tell other people about her, it's going to sound like I'm making her up. Like, if I'm just at a bar, I'm talking to some girl, and I just, like, you know, stop at some point. I'm like, hey, just so you know, uh, I do have a girlfriend. Um, She does go to a different school. Uh, You wouldn't know her. Um, Where's the school? Oh, it's it's in France. uh, I'd tell you the name, but actually can't pronounce it. So that girl from the bar goes home, talks to her roommate. She's like, yeah, I had a pretty good night. Um, I was talking to this guy for a while, but I think he turned out to be a closeted gay man. So didn't think they still made those in San Francisco. Uh, he was dressed so poorly, I had no idea. Uh, what, was called? what was the second joke? Uh, do you guys, it's been a weird couple of years. That's a good transition. Uh, do you guys remember in 2020 when we all came together and we were all like, we love the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah. We need to save the mail. That was, that was a fun little act that we did. Because, like, fuck the mail, right? What a fuck it, like, what are, what are we doing with that? We're still shuttling around text messages? Are you kidding me? Like, that's bad for gas prices and the environment. This is a bipartisan issue that we have. But in, and the worst part about the mail is that, like, you still have to check the mail, right? Like, it's not all garbage. The composition of the mail is, like, 75, 95% of the mail is, like, hey, you should sign up for this bank that you're already signed up for. And then 5% of the mail is, like, if you don't fill out this form by tomorrow, we're, the government's going to burn your house down. <laughs> like, hell Yeah. Sweet. Um, a lot of problems in the world. I'm not doing anything to stop them, really. Uh, it's you know, and that's not great. But uh, I think it's better than the people who think they're doing something but they're not. Like the other day, there's a lot of that in San Francisco. Uh, the other day, I was driving in the Mission actually, uh, and I saw a stop sign, and bef- below the word stop, someone wrote racism. I was like, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. My hair is thinning. I was gonna talk about that again. Um, I don't know. It's uh, it's okay right now. I had considered, like, if it gets a lot worse, I had considered getting hair plugs, uh, which, like, I don't know if I'm going to do it, but it's interesting. I never thought of myself as someone who would even consider a cosmetic surgery, right? I like to think of myself. It's I think it's easy, in theory, to be, like, the kind of person who's like, well, it's not about what I look like on the outside. It's just about if I live a healthy life and I'm confident in myself. And then you, like, get out of the shower and look at yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What if my entertainment career takes off and I have to play a young JFK? Uh, this is just professional concern at this point. I don't know. And I feel like it's, like, there's a lot more pressure. Like, obviously, like, women get a lot more, like, cosmetic procedures than men do, right? And I feel like there's more pressure among women to get that. Like, ladies in the house tonight, like, you ever feel like just getting so much work done on, on your face and get all, like, angular and hot to the point where you, like, can't express joy, you know? <laughs> get one of those faces, just, like, these kind of things. I don't know, it's weird because, like, plastic surgery can look good. Like, people wouldn't get it if that wasn't a thing. And I think it's weird when guys act like it doesn't look good. Like, the other day I was at a concert with my buddy, and this girl with fake boobs walked by, and I did one of these. I was like, eh? And, uh, 
my friend was like, ah, not really for me, dude. I don't like that look. I'm really just only into all natural women. And I'm like, okay, well, must be nice to have a penis with integrity. That's <laughs> cool for you. Uh, I don't know. My dick doesn't know that surgery exists. I'm not very discerning in that way, right? Like, I like fake boobs in the same way that I like Pop-Tarts, you know? Because when you eat a Pop-Tart, I'm like, oh, wow, something sweet? You must have found berries that aren't poisoned. You should eat more of that. Okay, cool. That's going to do it for me. Thanks, guys. People everyone. All right, your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Jason King. Yay. Yeah, give it up for yourselves, everybody. Make some noise for yourselves. Okay, cool. I I think you should buy your hair, dude. I, I would spend everything, everything in the world to have hair. Okay, I'm going to do this show for two people. All right. <laughs> I'm glad Hillary's here. You have a... I recently learned from Hillary that sideways pussy doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, she had a joke about... I was very sad. I was very sad. Because I, I... What? I, I wanted it to exist. I was hoping for it. I, I would like to expose... Uh, uh, <laughs> ex no, I would like to expose a clit like, a, like I'm at a speakeasy, you know? <laughs> 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 yeah, maybe I'll do that. It's just like, she's like, can you go down there? I'm like, what's the password? <laughs> um, do you guys hear the news about CNN Plus? Yeah, CNN Plus is CNN's streaming service, and they recently canceled it. I was like, yeah, I, I could have told you that wouldn't have worked, right? Right? News isn't exclusive. <laughs> Right, people will be bragging to you like, dude, like, guess what shows I got on HBO Max? And people are like, all right, but that's kind of cool, but uh, what do you know about the weather forecast? <laughs> you know, like, like, CNN already has news 24-7. Like, what is the plus? Right? This is like, hi, good evening, everyone. Tonight on the news, I'm going to tell you about my day. <laughs> okay. Yeah, could you imagine if news was exclusive, though? Right? Like someone's like, dude, did you hear the aliens are going to land in San Francisco in two minutes? And then you're in another country like, damn, nigga, should have got CNN Plus. <laughs> They're like, where are you right now? So actually, I'm in Canada with all my real friends that wanted to trade logins. <laughs> all right, cool. One of those works. One of those doesn't. <laughs> all right. I, uh, have you guys seen TV, the, the, the Tinder Swindler? You, you definitely have seen... TV. But I, I recently learned that the Tinder swindler was Israeli. Did you know this? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Th that is a bad look for the Jews. <laughs> that is a bad, why, of all the things you could be doing, why swindling? You know? <laughs> it's not it's not good. It's like uh, the only thing worse for the stereotype if he was, is if he was, I don't know, raping people with his nose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doubling down. I'm doing it. All right. <laughs> Love it. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it's okay. I got raped at one point, so it's fine. Um, Brian knows. I wish. <laughs> huh? No. Wait. Uh, no, she wasn't Jewish. No, she's she was of Asian descent. But <laughs> thanks for that. Let's end this quickly. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, let's see. I, 
I Halloween is my least favorite holiday because it gives white people an excuse to be racist. Right? Like like people will come up to you and be like, What are you, Eddie Murphy? And I'm like, I'm wearing a Superman suit. <laughs> The other reason I don't like Halloween is like, because people identify as so many things nowadays. I, like on Halloween, I don't know what's true and what's a costume, you know? Like in San Francisco, like it'll be Halloween and a girl will, like I'll come up to a girl and I'll be like, what are you? And she's like, I'm a witch. And I'm like, that's a, that's a cool costume. And then she's like, uh, it's not a costume. And then she curses me, you know? Damn it. No one was listening to the last one, so it's okay. But. Everyone have a good good day. Peace out. <laughs> Jason King, hooray! Yay, and then yay! Um, your next comedian, he's been outside forever, and the list is a little bit wonky, but um, David, you're out there, right? Okay, everybody, put your hands together for David Samuel. Yay! He's out there. It's just that Kelly Evans... We're on 18 already? That was quick. I'm not even ready. Well, what's up, everybody? You guys doing good? Yeah, everyone feeling good? Yeah? Let me get over here. What are we doing? Let's see. Um, I think it's important to have, like, social lubricants, right? Like, uh, like, for men, it's, like, sports. For women, it's astrology. Right, I'm not saying you like need to know them. You just need to know the language a little bit, right? Like when women come up to me and they're like, "What's your sign?" I'm like, "Scorpio." I hear it's a good season for the Aries, though. Okay, here we go. Let's learn the language. Let's see. Hello, welcome in. Ah, this really took me off guard, Pam. I'm sorry. Let's see. What else? I think it's harder to break up with a friend than it is to break up with a partner. Like it's more difficult experience, right? Like like a partner, you have to like be inside of them, so it's pretty easy to be like, hey, we shouldn't see each other anymore, right? But like a friend, there's no it's not as good of a reason, right? It's just like, hey, when we watch TV, I don't like the things you say in between commercials. It's just not Okay. I think you should know yourself. I think it's important to know yourself. Like for me, I'd be a really good detective, but to be a detective, you have to be a police officer, and I'd be bad at being a police officer, right? You gotta know yourself. Like I'd be a great detective. Like I already like to chain smoke. I own a ton of red string, and taste testing DNA is like my favorite thing. So I'd be a good detective, but I'd be a bad cop, right? I'm just too chill, too chill of a guy. Like I'd pull someone over for like a DUI stop. They'd blow like a .25. I'm like, man, you got to get that truck home, though. You know? All right, okay. All right, here we go. It's good stuff. There's uh, Taco Bell cantinas now. That's cool. You know? Get. I think Taco Bell, all they're trying to do is just, like, increase the chances of a fist fight happening. That's all it's trying to... Because everyone at Taco Bell already drunk, right? What are we doing? Okay. But I do. I, it's like, uh, let's see. They're just trying to get the title of like fast food restaurant with most fistfights away from Burger King. That's all they're trying to do. They're trying to get that title, right? But it's weird that Taco Bell is like serving alcohol because like I said, everyone there already drunk. That'd be like if Arby's was like, uh, we're also selling meth. Okay. 
Let's see, I, uh, I, I don't really like to drink, but I like to be around people that drink. I like blackout drinkers. Yeah, they're fun. They're a good time. My favorite part about people that blackout drink is that no matter what's happening, their face remains exactly the same the entire time, right? Like I was at a party one time, and I saw a guy fall through a glass table, and his face the entire time, the entire time, right? He just falls through the glass table, and he goes, what happened? I'm like, that's amazing. You know, like... <laughs> Just never experienced that. Uh, let's see. All right, open mic comedy. What's up, everybody? Got a minute left. Uh, I'm sure you've all noticed I have a very small head. I'm actually in the middle of a curse right now. It just happens slower than you think. Okay. Stop. I don't think Batman is actually a billionaire. I don't think he's actually a billionaire because a billionaire wouldn't be stopping people like purse snatching. That wouldn't be like a billionaire's thing. Instead, he would just be like at a city council meeting watching Joker say that the park shouldn't be turned into high-income housing. Okay, anyways, that's, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Thank you guys so much. Yay, David Samuel. Hooray. All right, we're sort of like back in a weird thing on the list, um, but after... After your next comedian will be Kelly, and then um, and then we'll see. Then we're going back to the other list. Oh, things are crazy! Uh, but put your hands together right now, everybody, for the very funny Amy Stringer! Yay! Hello, good to see you. Anyone else have siblings? Yeah. yeah. Um, I have an older brother and a twin sister, and. Um, Someone, I told that joke the other day, and someone, when I said that, someone in the audience went, aww. <laughs> I think they were disappointed. And I thought about it, and I realized that that is actually most people's reaction. Like, they try to hide it, but I see it in their eyes. Like, I'll say, I'm a twin, and they'll go, ooh. And then I'll say, I'm, we're fraternal. Oh, I forgot to say we were fraternal. <laughs> Um, and then they'll go, oh. So you were just like normal roommates then. Uh, I love I love being a twin. Um, she's like my best friend, like a built-in best friend. Uh, but when we were born, um, my mom had a C-section. And I was supposed to be the one born first. But my sister somehow crawls out over me and is born first. And then her lung popped, and she had to spend the next six weeks in the hospital, in the NICU, the neonatal intensive cunt unit, <laughs> where she belonged. Some call it an unfortunate incident. I call it karma. <laughs> um, but I, I, I recently went to Europe, and I learned that the French word for twin was, is jumelle, or twin sister is jumelle. And the word for fraternal twin sister is faux jumelle, fake twins. And I heard that, and I was like, bitch? That cunt popping her lung and then almost dying on top of me was far from fake. I... She has the scars to prove it, and I have the emotional scars to prove it. I do not remember that day at all. 
I have been dating recently. Yeah, thank you. Um, I I recently went on a second date with someone. And he, for all two dates, he did not try to touch me at all. And so I just assumed that he wasn't interested. And I went home and I was like, okay. And uh, then he texts me later. He's like, oh, I had a great time. I'd love to go out again. And I was like, oh, really? Because I thought you weren't interested. I went full chihuahua mode. <laughs> and he was like, why would you think that? And, he was, and I was like, because you didn't try to touch me once. And he was like, oh, I was mostly just trying to be respectful. And I was like, how dare you? I got out of bed again, took a shower again, picked out my outfit very intentionally so that it would be confusing to you when you tried to take it off, usually like a romper or something with buttons, because I like to take it slow. <laughs> Left my two-year-old daughter alone at home by herself, and by daughter I mean cat. <laughs> just for you to show no indication of interest other than you are still here on this date. That is not what we're doing. <laughs> but I have started dating women. And um, yeah, I, uh, I, over the summer, yeah, I, I went on a date. I went on four dates with this woman in one week. Um, and one time we were hooking up and like it was the first time we were like really hooking up. and. I tried to take her bra off and I could not do it. Uh, and by that I mean I tried really hard for like four times. I failed and then she had to take it off. And then I just felt so bad for all the men I judged so harshly ever since high school for <laughs> if they couldn't take my bra off in one second. Really gives you perspective. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, that's it. Thanks. Bye. Amy Stringer, yay! I can't take bras off. I can't even take my own bra off sometimes. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, ah, fuck, it's still on? What am I doing here? Introducing myself. Uh, your next comedian. I'm so glad he made it um, and that his car's okay. Put your hands together for Kelly Evans! Yay! Thank you. Thank you. My car is fine. Turns out I'm just an idiot and can't put my gas cap on correctly. So that's that's the story. I'm from Texas. Yeehaw. Um, I went home for holidays for the holidays. You know, the ones Hanukkah, uh, whatever you're into, you know, uh, whatever does offend you the least. That's the one I went back for. Anyway, I was at Home Depot because my mom works there. Just hanging out, you know, looking at saws, I guess. And uh, I struck up, a, struck up a conversation with a stranger who was just wandering the aisles. And uh, I learned something. Uh, don't strike up conversations with strangers at Home Depot. Don't do that because he's crazy. I told him I was vaccinated. And his response was, uh, shouldn't have done that. Mm -mm. Makes you gay. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So I fucked him. Yeah. Fucked him. <laughs> 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 yeah.
Yeah. Anyway, he definitely wishes he was vaccinated now because he did not enjoy it. He did not enjoy. He was like, you know, he faked it. I could tell he wasn't having a good time. Um, anyway, I gave him COVID, too. I definitely had COVID at the time. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's skip the rest of this shit. Uh, my abuelita is uh, being tossed back and forth between two of my aunts right now. Uh, yeah, they're just sharing her between Dallas and uh, San Antonio. They just keep shuttling her back and forth, which is what happens when you get old, essentially. And your family just passes you around like a hot potato. Except uh, more like a dead potato. More like a, that hot potato that will leave you a lot of clip-on jewelry when it goes. Uh, <laughs> and bad perfume. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, I've recently been listening to a friend of mine tell this joke about how uh, if you ask him to house sit for you, you might as well be asking him to have sex in your bed. And so I was like, hey, you want to house sit for me? He's like, I didn't think you were going out of town. I was like, I am not. <laughs> And then I fucked him. No, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> that only works one time. <laughs> uh, I've been watching a lot of YouTube lately. You guys fucking on the tubes, huh? You on the YouTubes, huh? Are we kids watching? Is that what we're watching today, kids? Yeah, we're... No, TikTok? Okay, never mind. Anyway, I've been watching YouTube. I've been watching Scared Straight lately. You guys know this show, Scared Straight? It's a fucking amazing show. You check it out. Basically, they take uh, delinquent... Uh, teens who are misbehaving and they bring them to a prison uh, to get yelled at by full-grown convicts. Yeah, to get uh, convinced not to do crime with thinly veiled threats of butt-fucking, you know? It's very convincing. It works. They stop the crime. You should try it with your kids, you know? They acting up, threaten to fuck them. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I just feel like that's a show you can't really do. Honk me. There we go. Um, you couldn't do that show today, you know, like it's just not, it's not very woke to heavenly threaten a teen with statutory rape. I'm just saying you're like, that's not okay. So, uh, but I do like to imagine if they did make that show, you know, like a modern socially conscious version, you know, what it would look like. Somebody starts the show. They're like MC murder, goosh, goosh. I think we should start by introducing ourselves with our preferred pronouns. And then they would murder him, you know? They would murder the host. All right, that's not anything, but you guys have been pretty mediocre, actually. So I'm going to be honest. Enjoy your phones. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah! Kelly Evans! I was, enjoy your phones. My phone is... It's funny. Um, hey, we've got a couple comics left. I'm excited. There's time for everyone. And your next comedian, uh, he has a new stage name. Put your hands together for Marty. Yay. You, you, you What's going on, guys? So I like to get stoned and watch hedgehog videos. Pretty cool. <laughs> and the other day I was doing that with a friend. And she discussed to me that she wanted a hedgehog. And I told her I could probably get her one. And she's like, uh-uh, no, you can't. So I got on my phone. Got on the Craigslist, boom, there it is, 350 bucks, San Jose. I told her I could probably get it for 300, we'll see. We'll have to go back and forth with the guy. And then we started imagining her life with this hedgehog, and she mentioned something about taking it to work. Now keep in mind, she's a chef. So immediately my mind thought, what if you drop it in the fryer? <laughs> the look that she gave me, the bitch almost passed out on me, I had to bring her back, like, no, I'm just kidding, we're imagining. <laughs> yeah, 
But uh, tax season is officially over, and I still haven't paid my taxes. Fuck. I'm going to call Wesley Snipes, see what he did. No, this kid has bad advice. But, you know, if I would have known how much the government was going to charge me, I wouldn't have fucked around with these military broads. Here I was telling him, I'm getting in my tax money's worth fucking that military-grade pussy. Little did I know Uncle Sam's a pimp. He's going to tax you for fucking with his hoes. But yeah, no, it's crazy. <laughs> so, so one thing about San Francisco, I realized I was having this realization the other day, is that there's a lot of villains born here, like in movies and in shows or in real life. Like in the movie Planet of the Apes, the virus that killed humanity originated from a lab here. And um, in Venom, the aliens were in a lab here in San Francisco, so it's a lot of evil corporations. And then you have people like Kamala Harris that come around every once in a while. I don't know, if you ask me, she's an evil bitch for putting people in jail for weed, but that's just my opinion. But other than that, thank you guys. You guys have a good one. Marty, everybody! Did you say something about, oh, no, you didn't say anything about Nancy Pelosi. I didn't, you know, did, yeah, Nancy Pelosi, I, I didn't know Skeletor had a sister. No, it's just a Skeletor joke. Anyway. <laughs> no, it is, it is the workshop. We'll talk later. I'm sorry, I'm so high. I just had my third little pizza thing. They taste so good, and I just can't stop eating them, and then they have weed in them. It's a cycle. A circle. Uh, your next comedian, uh, the last one on the list, but then I'm going to do time and we'll see other people who haven't, aren't here yet who we're supposed to be, whatever. Uh, but put your hands together for Sam Carroll. Yay! Yeah, that virus was AIDS. Yeah, it was. It was a metaphor for it. If you watch the director's cut, you can actually see the human fucking the monkey. Yeah, swear to God. Yeah, watch it. It's real. I couldn't get a sitter for this. My kid's outside in the car with a note on the window. It says nothing valuable inside. All right, cool. It's just a silly joke that I, that I say sometimes. My wife has a body like an hourglass. She's got big feet and a big head. All right, cool. And a thin vagina. That's sandy. All right, if that's not going to work, then nothing's going to work. So feels weird doing stand-up. Honestly, there's a, a lot of distractions in the world right now. We've got a war in Ukraine going on. Baseball season starting up. Got to pick a team. I'm going with the comedian, but if the bald guy starts picking up steam, I think I might switch sides. Yeah, I'm what they call a bandwagon fan. I like uh, I like the Warriors. I like the Patriots. I like the Yankees. China, they're all good. I like them all. China's got a big game coming up against Taiwan. The microchip bowl. Yeah, winner gets winner gets all the microchips, which I don't. Are those the bottom of the chips at the bottom of the bag of lays? I don't know. I don't know what microchips are. I don't know what they are. Loser gets their head cut off, kicked around like a soccer ball. Yeah, Shanghai's going dumb right now. They're going stupid. They got full lockdown. They killed a corgi the other day in the streets. There's a family being vanned away from their home because they were exposed to COVID and they were going to an exclusion zone to be quarantined. And the family corgi started chasing the 
Chinese government van that had the family in it, and the driver of the van got out of the van, and he killed the corgi with a spade twice. He hacked him twice, and all this was filmed from a high-rise building in Shanghai. And it kind of, like, makes you think, have the great communist powers in the East forgone any attempt at PR? I mean, first you invade a sovereign nation, but then you kill a fucking corgi? Are you serious? Pulling at our heartstrings here in the West, man. You guys didn't hear the story? It would have made... It was actually half corgi, half poodle. It would have made bigger waves if it was full corgi, I think. It was, it was only half corgi. That's why we didn't hear about it, because CNN only covers full corgi. Fucking fake news. Bullshit. Got inflation going on right now. Whippets are like twice what they used to be. All right, bye-bye. Price of a hot air balloon is... uh. Actually, that index has fallen a little bit. There was a few hot air balloon deaths last year. A few hot air balloons just fell out of the sky. Not a joke for that. Just what else? Republicans are at war with Disney. I thought they were on the same team for all this all this time. I thought Disney Republicans, because Walt Disney's a known anti-Semite, and Republicans are you know white nationalism and all that fun stuff. Um, fuck. Ah, oh, I forgot where I was going with this. Getting too much white wine during the day. All right. I got a Brazilian wax. Grew back like a week later. What a ripoff. Wasn't all bad, though. They let me keep the wax. I made candles with it. Brazilian wax candles. Hey, shut the fuck up up there! All right. <laughs> Still Carol, everyone, yay! <laughs> My poor neighbors. Um, okay, so there's other people that are not here yet. I'm gonna do um, like just a couple of minutes of jokes. So clap for me, yay! <laughs> Oh, Dan's here. That was the same thing my girlfriend said when I walked in on her fucking my friend. Uh. What's up, Ernest? I fuck up handshakes all the time. People think that I'm fucking retarded or something. I just have muscular dystrophy. Like, I just, I can't figure out how to do handshakes properly. You guys ever shake hands with somebody? And you get like this fucking thing. It's like, ugh. That's what people think about me very often because that's how I shake hands very often. Very often unintentionally. Very often I wake up in the morning and I think to myself, hey, Hillary. Hey. 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 It's like a, like a choo-choo train of people coming through the door. <laughs> ah, I wouldn't take it that far, but you can do that if you want. What was I talking about? Oh, um, depression. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes, when I wake up in the morning, 
like on a like a day where I'm having like a depression flare up, I'll wake up and I'll just be like, man, it's a beautiful day today. Fuck, I have to exist again. This is bullshit. Depression is like it's. I don't know the right way to describe it. It gets too much airplay whenever people say like, like that they want to kill themselves or something like that. Um, you know what doesn't get enough airplay are the conversations that I that I have to have to like, to like logically convince myself not to listen to the thoughts about killing myself. I'll just be like, well, I can't, I can't kill myself today. I, I have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in the refrigerator for lunch tomorrow. See, I got things to look forward to. I have to pick up my dry cleaning. I'm too busy to kill myself today. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Ah! God damn it. Sometimes I just fucking hate life, though. It's like you wake up. No, 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 for real. Because it's like whenever you're a kid, everything is so wonderful. And it's like a new experience. But then you go through life and you, you realize like how fucked up this world is. And you realize that, that there are problems and that there are always going to be problems and problematic people. And it's just such a pain in the ass sometimes to keep on going through and like keep your chin up. And it's fucking tough. Like the UN, I heard this today. The UN just put out a, a, a journal report saying that between 1990 or 1900 and 1999, there were an average of five like, like horrendous things that happened around the world every year, whether that's like a disease or like a hurricane or like a natural disaster or something like that. Five. Five every year. The UN just put out a thing saying that in the next 30 years, there's probably going to be 500 within the next 10 years so just in case like everybody is like i'm hanging on because one day COVID will be gone and we're going to get back to normal and it'll be better first of all just remember that before COVID, it really wasn't that fucking great secondly it's only going to get worse that's not me saying that that's the united nations secretary general telling you that yeah. just in case y'all like optimism anyway i'm gonna go home and scratch my nuts good night everybody <laughs> Ian Britton telling us the truth. Jesus Christ, Dan. Yo, you need you need a hug? Are you okay? Okay. Where do you cry in uh in public? <laughs> no, everywhere. I'm just I just do it on the bus. Wow, I submerge myself in a barrel of whiskey and I come out for free ice cream days. That's why I'm just like, the world, <laughs> there's things happening outside. <laughs> oh no, I, I don't care. No, but I did, I, I, I've been tracking my days and I've been sober almost half of this month. Wow, I know, my weed consumption has skyrocketed. It is, yeah, I've got shrooms in there. I'm like, That's, I'm sober tonight, I get to do some shrooms, woo! cool um that was a real bummer i was gonna try to come up with like and then i was i was like what am i gonna talk about this is crazy and i just do jokes and then i'm like and now i feel like i have to express some feeling about the ukraine i can't oh here's this is the only thing i know about the ukraine 
there's a city called Kiev and one of my favorite dishes in the whole world is called chicken Kiev and when I was a kid my mom for my birthday when she used to love me she'd make me anything I wanted for my birthday maybe some other reasons all of my love is tied into food anyway so chicken Kiev is one of the most amazing things and it's a Russian dish purely and it's, anyway it's really good it's compound butter and not anyways that's the only thing I know about the Ukraine is chicken Kiev which is delicious food yay okay <laughs> I like to cook um, I could well, I made bread, I took my old bread and then I made it into breadcrumbs so that next time I do anything, I can use the pot breadcrumbs when I deep fry. Yeah, I know. I, I've eaten three of those today. Of my, I've had like 120 milligrams of weed today. I know, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much time do I. Okay, I was going to tell a story, but I didn't remember. I mean, I was like, should I tell a Jesus story from when I was little? Or, geez, I don't know. Or when I've actually practiced. I'll do my, I'll do my accidental gang tattoo because I like to practice that joke anyway. So I have two accidental gang tattoos. You've heard this joke. You've all heard this joke. I don't want to do that. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, I have two accidental gang tattoos. And you're like, how could you possibly have two accidental gang tattoos? So the second tattoo I got was on the back of my neck because I was trying to hide it from like whoever. And it's, I was a theater major, so it's the symbol of comedy and tragedy, the Greek masks. And I, I got it on my neck in San Diego and no one said anything. And then I was teaching, I was 24 and I was teaching in high school. And one of the kids was like, oh, Benjamin, smile now, cry later, essay. Like, if anyone ever keys your, your car, we got your back. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, he's like, that smile, not cry later. That's the Norteño gang tattoo. And I got it on my neck. <laughs> Which is very usually. In the 90s, that was like a gang. Now everybody gets them. They get them on your face. They're like, that's not strange. Um, so my second accidental gang tattoo, I... Um, I have some advanced degrees in writing. And I used to write a lot of fiction. And my work is just pregnant with semicolons and I love it as a punctuation and so I got it uh, on my wrist and then I found out years later that um, the semicolon is the symbol for suicide awareness <laughs> and I got it on my wrist <laughs> I'm so stupid I'm the dumbest person alive um, all right that is where I guess everyone's gonna go to Pacifica because everyone went right everybody got up and we did it and, and I can't believe I got everybody in and okay yay we did it okay yay Stand with cold. 
Don't 